Are you looking for an athletic scholarship? You're in the right place. This is the Recruit Me Athletic Scholarship Podcast, the longest-running podcast on recruiting and athletic scholarships. We're here to help your family navigate the recruiting road all the way to an athletic scholarship. He's a recruiting expert and a dad of two college athletes. He has a wealth of experience to share. Here's Recruit Me CEO, Brent Hanks. Welcome to episode 313 of the Athletic Scholarship Podcast. The Athletic Scholarship Podcast is one of the many great resources that help you in the recruiting education world and helps you to get an athletic scholarship. The show notes has links to all the resources, or you can go to recruit-me.com. I am introducing the all-new Recruit Me newsletter starting the first week of August 2022. Go to the Recruit Me newsletter link in the show notes to sign up for the monthly Recruit Me newsletter. Each month, you will get tips and advice about recruiting from the Recruit Me 3.0 Athletic Scholarship System. You will get recruiting quotes from the past Athletic Scholarship podcast episodes, recruiting education from social media outlets, links to last month's The Athletic Scholarship podcast episodes, and more. An example of the social media tidbits you will get is from Twitter and from at Coach Jen Steele. Jen is the head coach of softball at the University of Delaware. The tweet states, Quote, prospects, we can only be in so many places each weekend. We get hundreds of emails asking us to watch games. I promise that we do our best, but give us a reason to come and see you. Show us something great on film that makes us have to come and see you live or impress us at a camp, unquote. Social media posts like this will be a feature in every month's Recruit Me newsletter. Join today. As you now know, I look at a lot of Twitter and Facebook social media posts from recruiting experts, coaches, and student-athletes. This episode is based on one of the Twitter posts I came across. The Twitter post was shared on Facebook by a local, recently retired high school coach and friend from my area. The tweet was posted by at Coach Kurzalski, K-U-R-Z-A-W-S-K-I. At Coach Kurzalski shows he is a coach with 10 years experience in college and does basketball training and general athletic certified strength training and speed training in Pennsylvania. I found this tweet has many layers and is very informative and is good advice, but can have different meanings based on what angle you're looking at it from. I'm going to break down the tweet and give recruiting opinions and insight from many different angles. Here is the tweet, quote, too many kids have been taught that the goal of high school sports is to achieve an athletic scholarship. Here's the truth. The goal of high school sports is to learn how to be a better person, better teammate, better communicator, and to enjoy being a teenager, something you can't get back, unquote. As of the recording of this episode, the tweet has had 3,965 retweets, 12,600 likes, and 111 comments. The comments include responses like, why can't you do both? High school coaches need to remember this. Well said. My son lost his passion at age 10. Club sports are a racket. It's not the kids. It's the adults pushing. Is it the kids chasing scholarships or the parents? One ex-coach replied, quote, use b-ball, basketball in this case. Don't let b-ball use you. Again, there are many, many different angles and responses to this one tweet. I'm only going to hit on five of the takeaways I got from this one tweet. So let's talk about it. Number one takeaway, taught by whom? Number two takeaway, other scholarships are available. Takeaway number three, sports can make you a better person. Number four takeaway, enjoy playing sports. And number five takeaway, most athletes only have four to five years to play competitive sports after high school. 
There are more than five takeaways, but I'm going to hit on these five. Takeaway number one from an at Coach Kowalski's tweet. The first line from the tweet says, quote, Too many kids have been taught that the goal of high school sports is to achieve an athletic scholarship, unquote. My first thought was, too many are taught this? From my angle in recruiting education, I think it may be not enough are actually taught this about athletic scholarships. Being in recruiting education, I feel all high school student-athletes should be exposed to the possibilities of an athletic scholarship, and it should be introduced as they enter their freshman year of high school. By getting an early introduction, Recruit Me immediately teaches the high school student-athlete and their families that academics, sports development, and character are the most important forces in future athletic scholarships during the high school student-athletes freshman and sophomore years of both high school and sports. By understanding early in high school that there are very few opportunities for full-ride athletic scholarships. There are some junior college full-ride scholarships, and there are only six guaranteed full-ride athletic scholarship sports in college sports. These are called headcount sports and are only available in NCAA Division I women's basketball, women's volleyball, women's gymnastics, women's tennis, men's basketball, and men's FBS or bowl schools football at the 1A level. NCAA Division II, NAIA, and JUCO levels all have equivalency sports, where there are a limited number of athletic scholarships available to each sport. Equivalency sports in NCAA Division I are bowling, lacrosse, rowing, cross-country, track and field, skiing, fencing, soccer, field hockey, softball, golf, swimming, ice hockey, water polo, beach volleyball, and baseball. An example, like in women's soccer, is that the NCAA Division I allows 14 athletic scholarships per team or school for women's soccer. Women's soccer teams generally have 25 to 30 ladies on the team. If high school student-athletes are exposed early, then as he or she works through their high school careers, they have a realistic view of college sports. They can develop and understand that college sports can be a way to continue to play their sport and possibly get money to pay for all or some of their continuing education. Others can work hard and understand that their high school experience may be the only opportunity to compete at that competitive level and that there are many lessons to be taken from high school sports. My oldest son, Parker, just finished his college baseball career as a pitcher at Northwestern University in the Big Ten Conference. We did not talk or consider his college possibilities until the end of his sophomore summer. The timing may be different for you, but his athletic maturity didn't really hit until then. We never played rec ball or travel ball in elementary school ages or junior high ages to get an athletic scholarship. Of course, he wanted to play in the NBA or for the St. Louis Cardinals, but as a father and a coach, I just wanted him to have fun, succeed, and play with friends and other good players. I feel mainly parents have aspirations for their son or daughter to get a scholarship through sports and have many unrealistic ideas of how and when that works because they don't know how it works. Parents are afraid that they're not going to do enough to help their high schooler and thus they push lessons, the right travel team, the right camps, and high-pressure performances too soon. There are high school student-athletes that get recruited as an 8th grader, as a freshman, as a sophomore, but most are getting what I consider normal attention in their junior years. So I say relax and learn early in high school. Then see if the high school student-athlete has the desire first, then the talent to play in college at the JUCO, NAIA, NCAA Division I, II, or III levels. 
Remember, one paintbrush doesn't work for every sport, every area of the country, and especially every kid. But my view covers a large canvas of high school student-athletes. I do feel every high school student-athlete that loves their sport and dedicates themselves to developing their talent in their sport can find a place to play. But it takes a lot of work, education, and dedication. I will point the finger at many of the parents, parents that are teaching the goal of high school sports as an athletic scholarship. And some of that is based on early success or early maturity of a player. Some of it may be the parent's ego, but most is attributed to just the lack of knowledge. That's why Recruit Me is here. High school coaches in our area are not generally the pushers of college athletics. That may be different in your area. Some of the clubs and the tournament and showcase organizations can push too hard for the college athletic scholarship dreams. Some sell those big dreams too hard and don't fill in the education and the development needed to fulfill the promises. But some clubs and showcases do care too. Again, do research, ask questions, and use their services wisely. My takeaway number two of the featured tweet is what other scholarships are available. I talked a lot about athletic scholarships earlier. And as you found out, there are few full-ride scholarships. A few junior colleges do give full-ride scholarships, and only six Division I sports give guaranteed full-rides with an offer. Also, a full-ride may not be for all four years of college. You may have to earn your scholarship each year. Be sure and ask the college coach about this. Most athletic scholarships are in the equivalency sports and are partial athletic scholarships. You may get an offer to protect the QB, run the 100-meter dash, or be a goalkeeper and the school only offers 25% of your tuition or 50% of your tuition and a full meal plan. You may get an offer to be a preferred walk-on with a guaranteed spot on the team, but no athletic scholarship. So how do you pay for the rest of college, books, meals, and housing? Academics is a big contributor to getting your college paid for. Your high school GPA, class rank, and dual credit courses help tremendously. Your SAT or ACT scores can gain you entrance or get you academic scholarship money. The more academic money you can get, especially in equivalency sports, can give you an advantage over another recruit. If you have more academic money, the coach can spend less of his or her limited athletic scholarship money on you. Advantage you. Other types of scholarship money are need-based or grants based on family income, and there are merit-based scholarships based on academics or writing or applying to local scholarships. Churches, service clubs, businesses, industries, and high schools have donors for scholarships. A $500 scholarship for books, a $1,000 scholarship for studying engineering or education can add up and help tremendously. Athletic scholarships are not the only way to get your education paid for. Again, educate yourself to get educated. My takeaway number three on at Coach Kowalski's tweet comes from the truth he states. The goal of high school sports is to learn how to be a better person, better teammate, better communicator. Coach is right on, but because of the Twitter letter restrictions, there is no way to list all the goals. These are three big ones, though. Unfortunately, there are some pressures that get in the way, though. Winning at all costs is one. Being the center of attention is one. Being a ball hog or a selfish player is an underlying problem in any sport. Lessons learned in high school sports will enhance your life after high school, whether in college, whether on the job, and especially in family life. Also, one of the reasons I encourage a college sports experience is because of all the lessons I got, and I think that you can get, by playing a college sport. 
Go back and listen to episodes 311 and 312 of the Athletic Scholarship Podcast to hear an interview with one of my former college teammates and some of the great experiences I got in college. College sports can provide many, many important and intense lessons that will help you in your next 40, 50, 60 years. College isn't for everyone, but I certainly don't want anybody to miss an opportunity. Higher education, a trade, being a teammate, performing under pressure, have a boss or a coach, meeting teammates, meeting fans, boosters, and making lifetime friends are just a few of the college advantages. My takeaway number four of this theme is enjoy playing your sport. This is a shorter takeaway. I feel you, the high school student athlete, needs to play for three people. And I told my two sons this. I am a Christian, so I say play for God, play for yourself, and play for your teammates. My philosophy does leave out to play for coaches and to play for your parents or family, or even for your school. I believe if you play for those three, God, you, and teammates, then you will respect the game or the sport. And the only real pressure you have is the pressure you put on yourself. You definitely need to respect your coach and family. But you need to play with the discipline that your coach and your family provides and the respect that an adult hopefully deserves. But if you don't play to satisfy yourself, you will burn out. There will be times that you don't want to play. Don't give in to those short, low times. Allow yourself to be coached and allow other people to give you advice. But don't be a high schooler that dreads the drive home or that is always looking in the stands for confirmation. Sports are hard. Set your own goals and work and push yourself to meet them with realistic lenses. Make sure you balance your sport with the high school experience. Go to dances, hang out with friends, and get involved in other clubs outside of sports. But learn how to balance all of those to help you through both four to five years of college and again for the next 40, 60, 80 years of life. Here's my number five takeaway. The tweet says, enjoy being a teenager. It is something you can't get back. This is true, but high school is just four years of a long, long life. High school is a four-year contract that could get you another four-year contract to college. Then the four-year contract from college ends and life continues. Again, college isn't for everyone, and four years of the sport may not be for you, but I certainly don't want a high schooler to make an uneducated decision by not playing if he or she has the desire. You have probably been playing your sport for a lot of years and have spent countless hours working on your skills. So, give it a try. Play for two years in college and then make a decision. Take advantage of your God-given gifts and use them to enhance your future. I'm an old guy, and I wish I could go back and play a competitive basketball or baseball game again. I truly miss the rush of a defensive stop, an assist, or a made elbow shot. We didn't have a three-pointer back when I was in high school. I miss turning a double play and beating out a bunt. Enjoy being both a teenager and an early 20s athlete while you can. Just ask any college athlete that lost a year to COVID if they would want to play again. Thank you for listening to my takes from a tweet I found from at Coach Kurwaski on Twitter. Add coaches like this to your education portfolio. You will get one social media post about recruiting, plus more recruiting advice and tips by signing up for the all-new monthly Recruit Me newsletter. Click on the link in the show notes or on recruit-me.com. If you have any questions or comments about recruiting, email me at brent, B-R-E-N-T, at recruit-me.com. The Recruit Me 3.0 Athletic Scholarship System is the most complete recruiting education resource you can get. 
click on the Recruit Me 3.0 system link and take advantage of this resource for only $127. Thank you for listening and join me next week on the Athletic Scholarship Podcast.